0: Do you ever feel like you're in the well and everyone's throwing rocks? you ever feel like you hit the wall? you feel like there's no forward progress and, if anything, you're going backwards?
1: You know, some things can pop up. A family crisis, your job duties, uh, your calendar gets all crowded. These things cost you time and money and emotional resources that cause you to miss things that you need to do or that you would like to do.
0: And it leads to the blues. Now, everybody gets the blues from time to time. Usually it's temporary sadness, but it can be chronic debilitation. There can be a struggle to address this, or we can surrender to inaction. Are you the
1: do-it-all in your family, or the one who feels like you have to do it all? Do you say yes to everything that comes along because you feel like you can do it better than anybody else? In other words, do you not know how to delegate even to yourself? We're going to talk about that when we come back. Welcome to the Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley.
0: Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. It's been a good weekend for us, and I hope it has for you as well.
1: Oh, I think it's been great. You know, we've we've missed our podcasting. We're going to touch on some of that in a little bit. But yes, we are so glad to be back in the studio and talking to our very faithful podcast listeners. And if you're new to the podcast, we welcome you, and we would enjoy having your feedback. So be sure to email us, maybe with your tips and ideas, at info at practicalprepping.info.
0: Before we get too far into this, let me address some things that I had on my last solo podcast, and I received several emails, and multiple people thought I said that there was nothing that could be done about school shootings or mass shootings. That wasn't what I said. And that is not what you said. I said there is no law that would have prevented that.
1: Yes, and I think that's a little hard to understand if you want to break that down a little bit more about what you're meaning.
0: Well, I use the example that murder is already illegal, and that did not stop the school shootings. Smuggling drugs, fentanyl, heroin into the country is already illegal, and it doesn't stop it. Now, there are other things that we can do. And I will address this a little bit later. I I don't want to go too far down it right now, but we need to address the mental health issue. All of the shooters that we have seen recently have had mental health issues. We need to do a lot more on addressing those mental health issues and intervening on those folks that are showing signs that they might be violent or shooters in the future. Right. So I just wanted to clear that up.
1: So our podcast is going to be dealing with the overwhelming things that can occur in our life. And that either comes from things that are happening to you or things that you are causing on your own. And we want to deal with that because at some point in life, we can find ourselves absolutely underneath a stack of overwhelming tasks, duties, feeling like we have to accomplish some things, get things done, get things done for other people, it can really overwhelm someone. I mean, you it can get out of control, actually.
0: It can. And I hit the wall recently, and I do appreciate those of you that have emailed to find out if we were okay or to check on us. Oh, well, we're and, fine. and we're, we're fine. We had some things to deal with. But I hit that wall recently had some work issues. We're working on that. Had some family issues. We had to make two trips out of town, and I felt totally overwhelmed, and I had to step back and deal with some bigger things. My to-do list looked to be as long as my leg, and I'm six foot four, so it's not a short <laughs> leg. I mean, yeah. And, and more things keep getting added to that, and not enough things keep getting taken off of it. And so it becomes overwhelming. Thankfully, Krista and I went to dinner night before last and we sat down and we talked through some things. And I think we have a game plan together. But, you know, this is life. Life is fluid. And at times we find ourselves in a hole.
1: You know, and you've always said, if you find yourself in a hole, stop digging because you don't want to make the hole any bigger, make the situation worse. You've got to give yourself some permission to feel a little bit down for a limited amount of time. I mean, it's perfectly normal to not be happy, happy, joy, joy every Mm -hmm. minute of the day. And if it takes you maybe 15 minutes to kind of regroup, then take that 15 minutes. For others, you may need to take an hour, maybe even a day. And depending on the severity of what's overwhelming you, you may actually have to mentally kind of decompress for a day or two or three. You've got to be able to know yourself well enough to be able to ask for and receive the time that you need to get this thing squared away, because otherwise... It's like sometimes I felt like if I got one thing accomplished, 10 other things took its place. Mm -hmm. Now I've got 10 more things to accomplish. I accomplished those 10. Here come 25 more, you know, and so I've got to say, stop, breathe, slow down. And I think that's where a lot of people find themselves.
0: Yeah. And you make a good point here with give yourself permission to feel down for a limited time. Exactly. You know, we face disappointments. And, you know, parents
1: need that message for their children. Mm -hmm. There are parents that feel like their children should never, ever be unhappy or sad or disappointed or even frustrated. But you've got to allow your children to feel those feelings because they're normal. They do happen. And you need to model for them how to cope because you're in control of them and they're looking to you for guidance.
0: Yeah, I've had some disappointments that They were disappointments. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, you've got 20 minutes to feel down. (laughs) You you can feel sorry for yourself for 20 minutes. And I've had a few of them. I had a couple of job interviews that were toward my dream job, and I did not get those. And Mm -hmm. so I gave myself an hour. You can feel sorry for yourself (laughs) for an hour. But when that hour's up, you got to get up and go on. And as you mentioned, really serious ones maybe deserve a day or two or three days, but we don't need to let these drag us down to where there's no end in sight.
1: You know, sometimes you just get to a point where you really just don't know what to do next. So how can we get unstuck from these feelings of overwhelming pressure, and deadline, you know, that idea that, you know, we've got to perform and produce. Mm -hmm. How do we get unstuck from that?
0: Well, I was listening to a David Allen podcast the other day, the author of Getting Things Done, and he said, if you're stuck at what you're doing, and you don't know what to do next, you just have no idea, he said, clean something. Clean a desk drawer. We've all got a desk drawer right there in the middle that needs cleaning out because it's the catch-all.
1: Oh, yeah. He said,
0: clean a drawer. Clean out that junk drawer.
1: Oh, gosh. you all, Everybody's got a junk drawer.
0: We've all got a junk drawer. Clean it out. And it's not that hard to do. And it's an easy win. And wins lead to feeling better.
1: Yeah, I guess what you're saying is maybe just distract yourself with a worthy task just to be able to be productive Mm -hmm. and give yourself some time maybe to mull over if you're kind of dealing with an overwhelming problem. Putting your mind on cleaning out that junk drawer, you know you have to do it anyway, but it might give you the time that you need to kind of get more clarity.
0: It's a diversion. That's really what it is. It's a
1: worthwhile diversion because you're not wasting your time.
0: Yeah, and if we don't do something like that, we find ourselves just As the saying goes, rearranging the chairs on the deck of the Titanic.
1: I've heard that one before. And and I've heard you say that. He says, I feel like all we're doing is just rearranging the chairs on the Titanic. And I thought, that's an actual pretty good description of what we might be doing right now.
0: The boat's going down and we're rearranging the chairs.
1: (laughs) What a useless task. So maybe do something that you enjoy and take a break doing that. Perhaps you have a hobby or you can just sit and read quietly. Even physical exercise, even just for a few minutes, can refresh your mind, your body, your spirit, and pump up the oxygen. Sometimes I think we get stuck physically because we just don't feel good. We don't feel well. And exercise will actually create some of those endorphins that are necessary to feel very comfortable and satisfied.
0: But given the choice, I'll take the reading over the exercising, and you can look at me and tell that. Uh, Now, when we take that 15-minute break, half-hour break, that's a really good thing to do. Maybe we need to take a 10-minute break several times during the day, depending on our job. And don't say you don't have time to do it. If we work efficiently, we can make that time to do it. Even five minutes. But you know, there are times that you need to take a day or maybe two days for a break, or even longer. There are times that Kristen and I will plan a couple of days and maybe three days and two nights and we'll get a room somewhere out of town, maybe a cabin in the woods. We've done that a couple of times and just to go and get alone and take a break from life. And it's okay to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because you have to protect your sanity. You know, you just have to recognize that sometimes it can just be too much. Mm -hmm. And I've often found, too, that there are certain things, I I call them the problems that are going to be there tomorrow. If it's going to be there tomorrow and it's no big deal, take that break and then deal with that problem on a fresher take Mm -hmm. for it. Sometimes that weekend off can make Monday morning a little bit more livable because now you can approach your job situation or whatever it is that's going on with a fresh new energy that you wouldn't have had otherwise.
0: What causes overwhelm? What causes us to become overwhelmed? What kind of things can do that?
1: Well, I can think of things like work responsibilities, and that really varies. You know, I think about here lately we've been talking about the teachers in schools, mm-hmm. the overwhelming tasks and responsibilities and all the standards that are put upon teachers. And it's, it is very overwhelming to teachers to be in that environment today. And some of them are coping very well. And others are not coping well at all.
0: Some are just struggling to make it to the end of the year, which is only, what, five or six weeks away.
1: Yeah, this is probably the toughest time of the school year. They
0: really are. And discipline issues and family issues with those kids. But we can also have relationship stressors. Oh yes, things you know, that cause us to be stressed in our relationship, yeah. and that happens when I don't do what Krista tells me to do.
1: <laughs> well, he's talking about family relationship, and I'm talking about all planes of family relationship yes. between husbands, wives, brothers, sisters, siblings, children, parents, grandparents, the whole nine. Even a, a community. Sometimes the relationships of your friends sometimes can become strained and there can be stressors in that because expectations may not be met that is the number one single reason for disappointments and overwhelm is unmet expectations
0: now you can also have traumatic experiences Mm -hmm. sudden grief
1: for example Mm -hmm. a death in a family that was unexpected or a a job loss
0: or certain experiences. One of our daughters witnessed a fatal accident the other day, Mm -hmm. and she actually talked to the young man before he passed away. Yeah. And so that's pretty traumatic for her. And Mm -hmm. she's having to deal with that. And that can cause you to be overwhelmed. Here's one that really causes a lot of issues with us, and that's financial worries.
1: Oh, boy. Could I preach a sermon on that? You know, I've walked that line. I know what it feels like to surrender your material goods. I know what it feels like to have to surrender your home of 23 years. I know what it feels like to lose vehicles and material goods. I've well, been we, there. I've we, walked We it. both know what it's like
0: to lose businesses. <laughs> yeah,
1: we've we've
0: to have to close our businesses yeah. of many many years. And
1: it and it uh, I'll tell you many pots of coffee and many unslept hours went by there, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you we survived by the grace of God and we're here on the other side of it to tell you there is hope.
0: Yes. And political issues, if you look at the political climate today, that can be a little overwhelming if you're trying to figure out what is actually going on.
1: Well, it seems like all the news is bad. You mm-hmm. know, anytime you look at social media or mainstream media or whatever your media you're looking at, not only are we looking at our nation's political climate, we're looking at the globe yes. in general. And I mean, it's there's some messed up stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's worrisome.
0: I noticed in a release in the last couple of days, John Fetterman, the new uh, senator out of Pennsylvania, was hospitalized for several weeks for depression. Mm. And it was severe depression. And one of the things that he said that his doctor has told him is stay away from national news and social media.
1: Wow. Yeah, I think maybe a lot of us could take that medicine. And
0: and it helps. I mean, there's been times that I've had to take a break from the news. Mm -hmm. There's been times I've had to... Just say, whoa, I'm not reading any more articles, own, fill in the blank. Right. Well, the, uh, environmental warnings, uh, you know, we've only got 12 years to, to be here, and it's been that way since the 70s. Well, we only yeah. have 12 more years.
1: Now, realistically, there are some environmental concerns. And I mean, we all have to do our part mm-hmm. as citizens to make certain that we're not abusing the home that we live in called planet Earth. There's a lot of different schools of thought as to what's happening and how to deal with it. But I think we can all agree that there's many, many areas in which we could do a better job than we're doing. And so we don't want to get overwhelmed thinking there's absolutely nothing we can do. But yet that can lead to those feelings of overwhelm.
0: As can health concerns.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: That can be overwhelming when you get, as Jimmy Stewart said, the long face from the doctor. (laughs) He gives you the long face. There's concerns that can be overwhelming. Sure it can. And maybe the news is not good, but maybe there is hope. I mean, I knew a lady that was... Thrown off of hospice three times because she just wouldn't die. She got back up three times.
1: You know, I feel for the people that are dealing with serious illness and also what's overwhelming are the caregivers that are around these people that also have to give care and sometimes to the neglect of their own Mm -hmm. health. You know, that's a very serious thing that a lot of folks are overwhelmed by.
0: We've seen that many times and we've seen that in our family as well. Uh Uh-huh. And living in a global pandemic, Uh, COVID caused a lot of concerns for a lot of people, and it was very overwhelming. Here I am told I can't leave the house and I need toilet tissue.
1: Well, you know, for a span of time, the entire planet was put in a distressed state Mm -hmm. because of a pandemic. It was probably one of the few times we can say as a globe as a global population of eight billion something people that we were actually put on notice by a disease. And sadly, some people did succumb to that disease. Others have long term effects of COVID. Still yet, others have either not had it or like we have encountered it two or three times and we did not have long lasting effects. But come what may be as it is, The pandemic certainly caused a tremendous amount of overwhelm. And look at some of the long-lasting effects that it did to the economy Mm -hmm. and to the socialization of children in school, family relationships, travel. I mean, every aspect of life was touched by this pandemic.
0: Well, we've talked about being overwhelmed, and I think we've pretty well identified that we get overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. and we know that everybody else gets overwhelmed at times, Mm -hmm. including our listeners, even though they're the best on the face of the earth, and we appreciate you so much. Certainly do. We know that you get overwhelmed as well. So let's take a break for our sponsors, and we'll come right back and talk about what to do when we are overwhelmed.
1: National security experts are warning. Our aging power grid is more vulnerable than ever. January marked the third time a power station in North Carolina was damaged by gunfire recently. Authorities are saying the attack raises a new level of threat. Authorities are now checking our grid for vulnerabilities. They've identified nine key substations. If these substations are attacked, power could be knocked out from coast to coast for up to 18 months. Just imagine, a blackout lasting not days, but weeks or months. Your life would be frozen in time right at the moment the power fails. Lights all over the country would go out, throwing people into total darkness. That's why having your own solar power is more important than ever. With the Patriot Power Generator, you get a solar generator that doesn't install into your house because it's portable. You can take it with you. You can even use it inside. But it's powerful enough for your phones, your medical devices, even your refrigerator. And right now, you can go to 4patriots.com and use the code PREPPER to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store, including the Patriot Power Generator. You'll also get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus free shipping on orders over $97. And a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. Just go to 4Patriots.com and use the code PREPPER to get 10% off. That's 4Patriots.com. Use the code PREPPER to get 10% off in their shop today. I have something very important to tell you, and I hope that you stick with me here for just a few moments. I'm going to read to you a series of dates and cities, and I want you to listen carefully. One of these cities may be yours. 2014, Flint, Michigan. 2015, Mexico City, Mexico. 2016, Rome, New York. 2017, Carnegie Mellon University. 2018, Cartersville, Illinois, and the town of Nashville, Indiana. 2019, Troy, New York. 2020, the town of Jay, New York. 2021, Tyler, Texas, and Cape Girardeau, Missouri. What do all of these have in common? I'll tell you. Water system contaminations requiring a boil water order. Do you want something a little more current? Veterans Day weekend in Millwood, Washington on November eleventh, 2022, a boil order was in place because of E. coli contamination. On that very same day, seven Florida counties were under a system-wide boil water notice. Clean water is a worldwide problem. Did you know that 50 percent fully half of hospital beds globally are occupied with patients suffering from water-related illnesses. Water is always a great concern for preppers, and not just the hardcore preppers. It's also a concern for us practical preppers. That is why we use the Pro One Big Two Gravity Water Filter, not only for prepping, but for everyday use. It makes our water taste cleaner. Our coffee tastes better. And if we ever need to start getting drinking water from the creek or river, we've got the Pro 1 Big 2. Pro 1 gravity filters are amazing. You pour unclean water into the top section and crystal clear drinking water comes out into the lower section. There are several sizes for the countertop that hold either two or three gallons, and even a pitcher size that holds a little less than a half a gallon, and that can go into your refrigerator. Each filter has replaceable cartridges. The 7-inch cartridge will filter up to a 1,000 gallons. The 9-inch cartridge will filter up to 1,200 gallons. And with up to three filters in each unit, that is some serious filtering capacity. The best thing about the Pro One gravity water filter is that not only it's one of the best performing filters on the market, they are very affordable. And to make it even more affordable, Pro One is having a holiday sale all the way through New Year's Eve 2022. Here's their offer. They're giving 15% off of a whole house system and 25% off everything else they offer. Plus, free shipping. Yes, I said it. Free shipping on orders of $69.95 or over. You can even make four interest-free payments. There is no reason not to order your Pro-1 water filter today. Pro-1 Gravity Water Filters. There's a link on our website at www.practicalprepping.info. Hey, check it out.
0: Aura is an internet digital safety service built for modern threats. It's an all-in-one solution that monitors and protects your identity, finances, devices, and more from digital deadbeats, and it's so easy to use. Keep your connection private on public Wi-Fi with one-click encryption. Get notified if anyone has attempted to use your identity or credit without your permission, All plans come with the features you need to stay safe, with no add-ons or extras needed. Just choose whether you want to protect yourself, two adults, or your whole family. Plus, the price you pay when you sign up is the price you pay when you renew. Aura won't raise your prices in year two, hoping you won't notice. Aura keeps their plans affordable so you stay protected. Aura is offering Practical Prepping podcast listeners a 14-day free trial plus a check of your data to see if you have already been part of a data breach, and all of that's free when you use the link on our website. Go to practicalprepping.info, click on the Aura link, and sign up for a 14-day free trial to see if you've already been part of a data breach, and all that's for free. That's practicalprepping.info. Click on the Aura link and sign up for a 14-day free trial.
1: Okay, so let's talk about what to do when we're feeling overwhelmed. Here's the first thing. Let's reflect on the why. What is causing the stress that we may be feeling right now? Once we have located the source of that stress, we can get much closer to the problem and much closer to the solution so that we can begin to feel better.
0: Yeah. Why is it we're overwhelmed? Is it too much on the calendar? Have we overcommitted ourselves? Have we committed ourselves to too many things that we cannot control?
1: All right. The second thing we can do is to acknowledge our feelings. Because if you ignore or deny that you're overwhelmed, that's certainly not going to help. I think we can all agree to that. Instead, acknowledge that fact that you feel overwhelmed. And let me tell you a little secret. I will actually say it out loud in words so that I can hear my own voice. It may sound a little strange at first, but when you can actually say in words and address what it is that is causing this feeling, it may make more sense to your mind to be able to attack that problem mm-hmm. now more more effectively. So don't judge yourself too harshly about the fact that this is happening because it's normal.
0: Here's one that we need to do if we want to get a handle on this, and that is to practice mindfulness.
1: And that's kind of another way of saying practice your focus. Some way to be able to zero in a little more clearly so that you can be effective at dealing with this overwhelm. And there's some ways to do that. You can focus by meditation or even prayer. Also, get into single-tasking, the opposite of multitasking.
0: Yeah, we can try to have too many things going on at one time.
1: And even if they're all great, good, wonderful things, it can be overwhelming. And and
0: we can feel like we're juggling monkeys.
1: I mean, think of the bride getting ready for her wedding. Mm -hmm. Every single aspect of this wedding is just joyous and wonderful, but it's a lot of detail. And that can just be a lot of what I call plates in the air to juggle.
0: Yeah, and if it's on a daily basis, instead of trying to work on three projects at one time, let's work on one, set that one aside, work on the other one, set that aside.
1: Yeah, just just focus on the one, mm-hmm. and and a you know start and finish is basically it. I think a lot of overwhelm on some people comes from starting ten things and finishing none of them.
0: Right, and and that happens with me sometimes. I will get started on something and then it will go by the wayside.
1: Yeah, so you've got and ten it, undone projects. It, it takes yeah. a
0: while, and those ten undone projects live in your head, <laughs> and they keep. Trying to resolve, and it's going to take you doing something. Now, when we get in those stressful times, getting up—we mentioned taking that break. Get up and move, even do some things like yoga, or dance, or exercise. Now, I'd be careful dancing in the hall at work—you know, too much, you might get the white coats called on <laughs> you. But
1: well, I think too we're talking about moving the physical body because sometimes a bit of depression may even come. As a result of being overwhelmed, and that sometimes sends people kind of to their bed where they don't even want to get up and move and do anything. Mm -hmm. And we know that physical activity can be a very positive benefit for the body and the mind. There's too many studies that prove it, and there's too many people that'll tell you it works. So I'm believing it.
0: Well, getting up and getting started creates momentum, Mm -hmm. and that momentum will help take us through the next step.
1: It's true. And sometimes just getting the energy to attack the problem is very helpful, and exercise will do that for you.
0: Now, there are also some mindfulness apps, and I've not explored any of these, but one is Calm and the other one is Headspace. One of the things that I have found that I can do is put on some light jazz music in the background and just have that own just above my ability to hear it, where it's there, it's almost white noise, Okay, but it's light jazz, something that helps us to be able to be mindful of what we're doing at that particular time.
1: Another thing you can do, believe it or not, is breathing exercises. When you feel yourself getting easily overwhelmed, and each of us knows what our thermometer is when that's happening, try this. Take in a deep breath, hold it, Focus on each inhale and exhale that follows until you feel more at ease. And you can actually feel some of that stress Mm -hmm. unwind out of your muscles. So inhale, hold it for about a count of three, and slowly exhale.
0: And there are some apps that will help you do this. And even on my smartwatch, I can measure my stress. Mm -hmm. And if it gets to a certain point, it will tell me to do these breathing exercises And my watch will tell me breathe in, hold, and then breathe out slowly.
1: So there is some real science to that. And it does help.
0: Now, the next thing is focus on what you can control. There are things that are far beyond our control.
1: These are the overwhelming things that happen to you.
0: Yes. and, And there's nothing that we can do about it. And it's easy to focus on those things but it has the potential to increase our anxiety.
1: But what about the things you do have control over? It helps you to redirect your attention to something that is within your own power. The practice of letting go of the uncontrollable actually can be worthwhile.
0: It really can. Focus on what we can control. And we mentioned this earlier, take breaks. Take a five-minute or a 10-minute break several times throughout the day. There are times, and I mentioned my watch, it tells me that it's time to get up and move. If I've sat for too long, it tells me to get up and move. Or if I have sat for a while and I get up, it will tell me, great, you're active again. You know, maybe I'm only taking 10 steps, but it's saying I'm being active. And you might need, as we mentioned, to take a whole day break or a weekend break and get away.
1: Also, think about doing something that you enjoy, you know, make it a point to set some time aside to bring some kind of joy into your life. And who knows what that could be? Maybe listening to music, maybe just going for a short walk, maybe even cooking. I actually enjoy cooking. It's kind of like a therapy for me. Maybe watching a sunset like they do in Key West. They actually make kind of a they celebrate exper- there's a celebration that sunset is something you don't want to miss. Right. Or spend time with some loved ones and maybe just don't give attention to the things that are overwhelming you. Let them sit aside for a while and focus on some things of more lasting importance.
0: Mm -hmm. There are times that Krista and I will be going out to dinner or something. We'll plan ahead to go out to dinner. And one thing she'll say is no business, no podcast. And that means we don't discuss that while we're at dinner.
1: And take that the right way. It's not that I'm don't like those things, but we've already spent a goodly amount of time discussing business podcast or whatever else we've discussed. And so this time that we're having for dinner, this is our take a break
0: time. Right. It's just leave the podcast at home. Leave the business at home. That conversation stops. And leave when the we go law out.
1: enforcement talk at home too. <laughs> just, you know, I just there's times when you just have to not talk about it.
0: Oh, absolutely. And there are times when this becomes beyond your own ability to handle. And at that point, it may be time to talk with a therapist or a counselor. And most of all, it helps to remember that overwhelm happens to everyone. These feelings are usually temporary and they're going to pass. And these tips can help you feel better sooner than later. But there is a a benefit to talking with a therapist or with a counselor.
1: let me give you a little bit of good news here. Believe it or not, therapists and counselors get overwhelmed. Sure. And you know what they do?
0: They talk to a therapist
1: therapist or a counselor. Mm -hmm. Do you know why they do this?
0: Because it works. Because
1: It it works. There's no shame in that game. And you need to understand that if you feel some sort of stigma about it. That's kind of a lie that your brain is telling you. So don't believe that lie. Therapists and counselors, and it might be, you know, someone, a doctor of some sort of practice, You may actually find that the pastor of your church is a certified counselor. I would probably find that out first before I would just go talking to anybody at church. You want to talk to someone who has some training in understanding how the mind works and in ways that you feel would be positive to help you. So don't be ashamed to utilize those resources that are available to you, because this may be just the medicine your mind and your heart needs.
0: And even if it's not with a therapist or a counselor, talk to someone. Talk it out. A trusted
1: family member? That's what I told our
0: daughter the other day. I said, talk it out. Mm -hmm. Talk to someone and get it out. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. But you need to express that and get it
1: out. Let me also tell you, just you know, quickly thinking about it, earlier I alluded to, are you that person in the family that says yes to everything, that feels like they have to be the leader of every activity that the family's doing? They have to be the planner, the one who it falls to, or believe that it falls to, to handle every aspect of celebration that's going on in your family. You're going to find that after a while, the family's going to come to resent that Because if they have no input as to what's going on with family gatherings and celebrations and you're doing it all, at some point, they're not going to be interested anymore. And you're going to do all this work and all this planning and all this fussing and fretting for nothing. And I have to give you some advice that my mother finally gave me because I actually grew up in an environment where... If there was anything going on at church, I was kind of led to believe that I had to say yes to it all the time. Every meeting, every revival, every rehearsal, every practice, every service.
0: As somebody said, if the pastor's painting the windows, we're going to be in our seat. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mark Larry said, yeah, if the pastor was washing the windows on Thursday night, we'd fill our pew. But here's the thing, and I had to find this out later in life, that even at church, that it's okay to say no to some things that you're asked to do and you have to feel led to say no but it's perfectly okay to do that
0: well i heard somebody saying the other day that he had to learn to say no and he was doing a better job of it because he looked up and all of a sudden he was wearing 11 different hats at church
1: oh my word
0: that becomes overwhelming
1: well, that's the thing, too. Sometimes when folks find out that you're willing and able to do stuff, they'll certainly let mm-hmm. you. I found this out when I was teaching school. Uh, it, w- it became known that I knew how to do other subjects and I was expected to step up and do those other subjects. It created a tremendous amount of workload mm-hmm. on me. I didn't feel that I could say no, but I should have because ultimately I don't think I did as well a job as I probably could have, but I had to learn a hard lesson that you cannot say yes to everything. No, we can't and I'm glad now that I learned that lesson, at least at this point in my life, because there have been times when I have said no and I had to learn this too. You don't owe anybody an explanation. Mm-hmm.
0: We turned down an opportunity to do something that we would have enjoyed doing a little bit ago. And we turned it down because it was a major time commitment and we just don't have the bandwidth right now to do that it, we just don't have that amount of time mm-hmm. and energy to be able to commit to that type of project now maybe a few months down the road we can we'll see but right now we had to say no it didn't feel good to say no but, but it was the right thing to do but it was do. the right yeah. thing and in the end we felt better about that mm-hmm. i'd rather say no delay it then say yes and do a poor job of it.
1: And parents realize, too, that you can't let your children get overscheduled. If you're trying to fill up your child's day, you know, seven days a week with activity after activity after activity, plus school, plus family activities, you're going to find that your child is going to become very overworked and stressed and frustrated. Yeah, And there are children who are now who are begging for a day off. Mm-hmm. I just need a day off because your kid can be overwhelmed and they're young. They don't even have the full mental capabilities to even understand what overwhelmed is and some of these kids aren't doing swell with it they're getting sick they're getting behavioral issues it's just sometimes in your effort to expose your child to all these great wonderful things you know fencing lessons and music and karate and soccer and school and homework and church and retreats and families you know what i'm saying they're busier than you are and you're already overwhelmed parent What do you think your kid's going through? You know, one of the best things I can tell you from my education days is allow your child the gift of being bored. What do I mean by that? Let your kid get bored because that creates creativity. If your child is bored, let them think up something to do to fill their mind. Let them have their own timetable. Let them decompress. Let them have time off. Let them be a kid. They don't have to be a karate master or the concert pianist. They don't have to be every single great thing, athlete in the world. Let them find their joy, focus on that, and then give them time off to enjoy their childhood. They'll thank you for it.
0: Overwhelm is a real thing. We all go through it, and we wanted to address it today, and we're just being honest that we've experienced it recently. And we've taken action to be able to deal with that. And we'll tell you a little bit more about that in the very near future, about some things that we're going to do and that will help. uh, And we think will help the podcast in the long run.
1: Breathe. (laughs) Everybody (laughs) just breathe.
0: Yeah, breathe. And give give yourself permission to not feel so overwhelmed and not have to do everything that others want you to do.
1: Because, as you well know, a lot of stuff can happen. So we want to help you stay prepared so that you can deal with them one at a time from beginning to end and feel a lot more accomplished. So stay prepared.
0: And we'll see you next time.
1: We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Practical Prepping Podcast. Would you consider supporting this podcast by buying us a cup of coffee? Go to the website, practicalprepping.info, and click on the link. To buy me a coffee. You can contact us by email at infopracticalprepping.info. At you can also contact us through Facebook and through our website. And until next time, remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.